This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Down they go to Tony. Going to end it with a dunk. Well, Fayetteville is 1,843 miles away, but the call of the Hogs can be heard all the way to San Francisco. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Friday. We got a big show here. We will look ahead to the Elite Eight tomorrow. We'll preview tonight's Sweet 16. A ton of college basketball, some NBA later. But we start reacting to last night. Down goes Gonzaga. The number one overall seed is out of the NCAA tournament. Duke wins with not missing a shot in the last 8.53 of the game. Nova takes care of business. Um, and and really, I mean, and Houston takes out Arizona, another number one seed. So that you know, two of the teams that were favorites are now gone. Uh, we could we could go any bunch of directions here, but we heard the call from Jim Nance. Down goes Gonzaga. Those first couple games where they didn't look good in this tournament, and they didn't cover. They were not flukes. That's that's what was going on here. They, um, I mean, you could just kind of tell early in that game. Arkansas was not backing down, and they weren't going away. And I, I thought as that game went on. I felt like Gonzaga got a little tight there. It felt like turnovers, like uncharacteristically tight they felt late in that game, and and Arkansas just took it from Joe. Yeah, they lost the turnover margin by eight. I mean, that's significant. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean to take anything away from Arkansas because if it was a fairly called game, they're still winning it. But how is that not the lead when Chet Holmgren is taken out of the game by the officials? Mm -hmm. I mean, he could only play 23 minutes in that game. He had no points. In the first the half. First I half. mean, those last couple calls, it was ridiculous. And then and then we have stuff like walking out of bounds. Not to be hyperbolic. That stuff I saw at third grade this year. Like walking out of bounds and then on that very same possession scoring a three. Mm-hmm. Like It's just how do we escape this conversation? And I hate that that's the lead when the number one team goes down. There are a lot of different layers to this. To Gonzaga losing, uh, they certainly were not playing their best ball. That was about a month or two ago. I mean, they they were terrible down the final stretch. And part of me was thinking, like, can they really start this poor for the third straight tournament game? They did. They did it again. Three straight games. And I think that's part of the reason so many people are just down on the program. But we do have to take a step back and look at where Gonzaga is right now compared to where they were a couple of decades ago. And they're always in the national championship conversation, even though they haven't been able to take it home. But um, Arkansas, I mean, another Elite Eight. 
We got two teams last night that make their second consecutive Elite Eights. Uh, not your typical college basketball powerhouses, Aaron. Yeah, Arkansas is just a gritty defensive team. I, I mean, you got to hand it to them. They had a great game plan. Yeah. They took Chet out of the game. Um, they got him in foul trouble. As you mentioned, no points in the first half. Arkansas led by three at the half. I wish I bet the first half like I was going to, but I thought like you, surely um, this won't happen again. <laughs> and it did. Um RIP to my Zags futures. I don't know, man. Like you, I, it is impressive how how far this Bulldogs uh, team has come in the last you know twenty years. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like Mark Few's squad just can't get over the hump. It's like, what is going on there? And we had talked about you know is, is this Gonzaga team better or worse than they were last year? Is the field worse? And turns out they you know they just aren't who we thought they were, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they, well, they were. They, they, they were dominant. I mean, not, not in the tournament. They were during the regular season. I, I thought there was one thing interesting after the game. Look, they always have those coach interviews, and, like, what are they going to say there? Like, he's trying – Mark Few's trying to, like, say I'm proud of the guy. He's not going to crush his team, right? He's, and he's going to try to reflect later, and we just lost the game and all that. Yeah. But he said something. I, I thought it was interesting. He talked about how proud he was because they were one of the only teams all year that held number one. And I was wondering about that. Like, think about the teams that they're always the best all year and they don't win the tournament. I wonder about the weight of that all year. Like, all year they're the best team. Like, like that about- shouldn't be the most important thing. Like, take the pressure off the kids and do well in the tournament, not so much all year. Like, is that really the medal? Because yeah, now you're going home. <laughs> it seemed like it was – the way he's talked about it, it seemed like it was something that they talked – like, they knew all year. They were the best team. They were number one. I just wonder over four or five months if that weighs on a team. Like, that's a lot. Almost all the number ones are out now. Right. It's like it doesn't matter what you are in November and December. Well, the conversation has changed because years years ago it was teams like Gonzaga. That's the example we're using here. And this used to be part of the conversation with them. Oh, they don't play anybody anymore. They're not battle-tested. And and people are still using that same argument. Oh, they're not battle-tested. This is the best that conference has been, okay? So they are battle tested and non-conference. Come on. They they take anybody on. So you can't make that argument anymore. But they're just not getting it done. <laughs> what we have to remember is this is not a best of seven. This is not a best of five. That's right. why we jump on futures at 50 to one and 70 to one, because anything can happen in this format. That's why we love the tournament. That's why it creates madness. So I'm <sighs> You have to respect the consistency that they are in the mix just about every single year. We've seen a couple of recent championship game runs. We've, you know, we've seen a number of four elite eights in the last seven years. Come on, come on. And this is high variance. That's what this tournament is built on. So you, you have to take a look at that. But then on, on the flip side, you have Arkansas. Some people considered SEC before the NC2As. I don't think they'd say that now, but before the NC2As, okay, that's the best conference in the nation. And they start off 0-3, and then they just kicked everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And it's continued into the NCAA tournament. I was a little bitter that they didn't win the SEC tournament, but they were the only team coming into this week left from their conference, and they're going to make it to the Elite Eight once again. They are the only team to beat the AP number one team in the regular season and to beat the number one team 
in the NCAA tournament with taking out Gonzaga last night. I was referring to Auburn earlier this year. Uh, there's this perception that this is a surprise with Arkansas. If you're paying attention to what they did in conference play, you should not be surprised at all. And they have the experience and, and they have the head coach. Most nights yep. they're going to have the advantage there. Yep. And now they get to face Duke because Duke last night, uh, that game early on, you felt the physicality of, of Texas Tech and their, their defense was all over Duke. And I was like, uh-oh. But the one thing I noticed early in that game, we talked about it for two weeks here on the show, wasn't a lot of fouls called. It wasn't ticky-tacky. It was just physical defense. They were letting them play. And I was like, all right, that leads to Texas Tech. But then I'm coming out of the half, Duke started hitting their shots. And how about the way Duke ended that game last night? They didn't miss from the field for the last 8.53 of that game. I mean, we can, we'll watch the tournament the rest of our lives. We'll never see that again. That's insane. You, you can't overstate that. They shot 71% in the second half. Mm -hmm. It's college basketball. A team for a half shot 71%. Oh, against the best defense in the nation. Another thing that cannot be overstated enough. You shoot 71% in the second half. Uh, that is a remarkable stat. I read that as well, Joji. I'm like, 855. They didn't miss a bucket. What? Right. That can't be right. And then you look at it, oh, yeah. That's what happened again. Again, because the same thing with Michigan State game. They closed that one out on a 20-6 to six run. And last night, Texas Tech is up by a pair with three minutes left. And then they close out in a 12-5 run with their terrific play. So is this sustainable? No, but I'll tell you, part of me this morning, since they've played the game to get to the Elite Eight already, I was thinking, boy, I wouldn't be surprised if Duke's the favorite right now because Kansas still has to play their game coming up. Right. Aaron, I think we have to stop doubting Duke. Here they are, right? They're I back know. in the Elite Eight. And we kept saying, like, man, everyone we know is on Texas Tech. This could be a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. How many people got killed yesterday? Gosh, that was... At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, well, the but public, everyone, public was on Duke like they always will be. Right. I was going to say, but everyone was also on Houston and Nova, I felt right. like. So I yep. think it yes. canceled out, evened out. Yeah. Even not ended up. Totally. Plus, oh, oh, Paul bringing the even Steven angle. 
Yeah, naturally. It all, <laughs> it all evens out. That sounded like two and one to me. But yeah, no, I, I agree with what, what he had to say there. But Jeremy Roach, not a guy that we've talked a whole lot about all season. Yep. Coming through in some big moments. And yeah, he was composed. Just talking, jumper talking after jumper. Up. Did you catch the moment when uh, Coach K was on the bench and the camera caught caught him calling William soft? Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah. yeah. And then he had some big moments. And he had a big game overall, 16 and 8 for the big man. Sure. So he came through. And uh, and that, that Texas Tech team is really good. You, you have to give them credit. Not a situation where we can knock Texas Tech at all. I mean, O'Banner, what, what he did coming onto the scene last year and – you know, he had a double-double last night. They were so impressive. I really thought they were going to win that game. I did. Yeah, early I did. And then out of the half, the way Duke was shooting, I was like, I don't know now. And then it yeah. just it, they just didn't mess with them. It went to the zone just, and it messed with them. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a – Coach K's not done yet. 100 career tournament wins and he's got one. How about – it feels like the 90s again, doesn't it? Arkansas-Duke in a regional final on Saturday? We have to roll Bill Clinton out there. He used to go to those games. <laughs> Four-point spread. Yeah. Roll him then, out there. Um, all right, the other two games and our futures, our show futures were on the line last night. Ooh. Villanova gets through uh, against um, Michigan. And that one, I know it was kind of close early. I felt good about the way that game was going. And late, they hit their free throws. I mean, Villanova, that, that was that was the easiest one to call of the night. That was the least interesting yeah. game of the night by far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? yeah, your survivor. I bet a lot of people were on that, Villanova. Yep, more than 50%. Second biggest favorite thinking I don't want to use Gonzaga they might be win the title they might go in the final four so people right. avoided them and they're favored by five and the other two were like coin flip games one one and a half so people didn't want to go there Nova most popular play that got through it's over 50 percent Gonzaga 20 percent those were mm. all knocked out so yeah I mean Nova man they took a ton of threes a ton they could have really pummeled this team if they did a better job there. But uh, Jay Wright, man, we talk about great coaching. Let's mm-hmm. let's continue uh, with that theme after going yeah. with Musselman. Jay Wright, nineteen and three in the last six tournaments, third elite eight in six years. Uh, no, no surprise there that they uh, they march on and they cover. And that one was under. By the way, first half unders, four zero last night. 4-0. Paul, do we play those? Do we keep that going? I was thinking about that this morning. I think we have to, especially with a team like Iowa State out there. Oh, yeah. Right? Did we do it yesterday, though? I did not. Did you? Yeah. No, I did not. No. So we missed it. I, oh, I, we got, I, I, I totally forgot about that. The last time I missed fighters. it, I got you moved destroyed. On to, you you <laughs> moved on to first to 15s. I feel like, honestly, this is probably the weekend for it because so much variance so many different games last week like some hit some didn't but this is like okay like things are a little tighter yep yeah Mm -hmm. probably the move joe you mentioned great coaching with jay wright well calvin sampson might be doing the best job in the country and they (laughs) might be the best team right now you have them at 50 to 1 so this show still has ucla alive villanova and you're houston at 50 to 1 i'm looking right now they're the favorite to win the title at this moment Plus 350, the Houston Cougars. Boy, that was... That's crazy. That's they, nuts, right? They smacked around a number one seed last night. They were the more physical team. They were the better offensive team, better defensive team. I mean, they didn't look like they were the one seed last night and Arizona was the five. That's what I kept looking at. I was like, who's the one seed here? 
so the committee didn't want to believe the numbers. Uh, all the, Bartorovic, Ken Palm, all those that were so high on Houston all year, okay. they didn't want to buy into it. We figured they wouldn't. Uh, winning the conference championship did not matter to them at all. They got their revenge and took out Memphis. So, yeah, and there was opportunity for us sitting late in the season at 50 to 1. I think when the tournament started, they were 40 to 1. I believe so. But another thing that can't be overstated, how how they're doing this and how they got here and Calvin Steph, it doesn't matter what sort of adversity that they're going to face, losing multiple guards way back in December. And they yes. just find a way. Shad was terrific, 21, six assists, four rebounds. It's just you went. I we were talking off air before the right before the show started. And Paul was Paul's flipped and he's on the Houston Cougs. And he was thinking that there was a chance at Arizona. The door was cracked. I never felt that way. I, I have the futures and I backed them last night as well. I never felt that Arizona was going to have enough. I, I just never thought it was a legit punch. Uh, Matherin, not the same dude that we saw in that last game anywhere. Coloco, there's no way he was going to be as efficient as he was in those first two games. But, oh, my God. Aaron, you've talked about Creesa horrendous terrible terrible they combined one for 15 from the field last night those two dudes yeah i mean remember when i brought up how bad his ankle looked and i kept Mm -hmm. wondering like oh yeah i think this is gonna be an issue but it didn't seem like a lot of people were talking about it but it definitely was an issue um so that's crazy but you know i went to arizona state so i'm not too sad if the wildcats lose Joe OGG, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Fecuel Daily on the other side. We'll look ahead to the Elite Eight matchups we know for Saturday. Duke and Arkansas, Houston and Villanova. We'll hit that next right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BeckQL Daily from BeckQL.